Welcome to the bargain episode of Rare! With the holidays right around the corner and gifts on everyone's minds, we thought we could help out and tell you all about our favorite games that you can find for $20 or less. Make sure you try and shop local and have a happy Thanksgiving. Well, enough of the details. Let's roll the dice and get this episode started. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Rare. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ricky. Yay! (laughs) Yep, that's us. That's who we are. We're trying to get better at that. We've been really bad about that. You know who we are. (laughs) And if you don't, now you do. Uh, But... Um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about some pretty great games you can get, be good stocking stuffers, um, games for under, um, you know, around $20 or under $20. So. Fun games for cheap. Yeah, and a lot of them will be probably a bit on the smaller side, and that's what makes them a good, like, stocking stuffer type game. And I'm going to say, like, most of the ones that I have um, talked about a little bit before, and they are normally really good family games, too. So they're really good for, like, the holiday season. Yeah. Um, And since they are smaller box, most of the time, they're pretty easy to pick up and learn. They're just some actually some of them do have a lot of components to them, but in a small box. But yeah, you know just all depends on um you know the game itself and how the game is played and they're all all the games are you know pretty different from each other so i'm sure that we're gonna hit on at least one or two that would be more up your alley yeah but i'm not ready at all for the holiday season (laughs) this to be fair this year's been just crazy, crazy. <laughs> so that's why we wanted to share fun games with you guys. So you can have fun even during the crazy. Yeah. Bring a little joy into your lives. <laughs> a little holiday cheer. Um, one, one of the games I did want to talk about, I've talked about um, probably more than once. Because it's a really great game. And it's... Under twenty dollars, I think it is around twenty dollars. Is the uh, the Dark Stories series of games? Um, oh yeah. So if you you know you are into um you know kind of dark humor or mysteries, and your family is too, it's it would be a good one to play around the Christmas fire sort of thing. <laughs> but that's just kind of like even my number one pick. Yeah. <laughs> But with that one, even if you can't be with your family in person, you could even play it like online on like Zoom or Discord or Facebook or something because you don't really need to be in person to ask questions. Yeah, so like whoever the the person asking the questions is or answering the questions, they they need to know the back of the card. But um so if you you have the game and you want to play with other people, you can show them the back of the card, send them a, you know, a picture on text, just don't look at it yourself sort of thing. That it would, it would still be really fun for doing that. Heckin', you don't even need video. So I ended up getting this game per Ashley's recommendation. <laughs> and I was actually texting people like the front of the cards and they were texting me back questions and I would answer them over text. So oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Completely text-based <laughs> if you need to. If you so choose and feel like texting and not speaking. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, don't tell my boss, but I was totally doing this during work. Oh, naughty. You know, to help pass the time. <laughs> 
So it's it's a fun game all around for everybody and can be played pretty much anywhere at any time. And it is even at work. Yeah, and it's a very tiny, tiny box of cards. I wanna say I mean you have it now, so it's like, I don't know, maybe a little bit smaller than like a tarot sized card or maybe about the same size. Um I think they might be a little bit wider than tarot sized cards, but like the game box itself um, unless you're like a female with really tiny pockets, um, it could probably fit in your pocket or it could definitely fit in like a purse or a backpack yeah, for sure. or something. It would be a pretty easy travel game. And like for me, like you wouldn't even necessarily need to bring like the whole box. You could bring just a couple cards along too. Cause there are take think- a couple pictures of the front and backs of a couple cards before you leave yeah because i think there's uh what 50 cards i think in a box or yep. something like that so yep. and i i haven't i've had the two for a couple of years and i still have not done you know probably a quarter of the cards in there so mm-hmm. and i've forgotten the ones that i have done for the most part too so <laughs> it's it's actually yeah. got a lot of a good staying power, I would say, unless you're, like, gonna blow through, like, all the questions, I guess, in, like, one go, and you have a much better memory than I do. Uh, I have a photographic memory. I remember everything. (laughs) My name's Sheldon Cooper. Get get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, All right. Uh... Well, I'm just going to run through a huge chunk of games. A they're huge all chunk. they're all by um ILO, however you pronounce that name. I think it's ILO. Um I E L L O. Um they have a big well, not big, but a decent sized line of white box mini games. Um they're really not big boxes at all. Um, another one that could probably fit in a bag or something and take with you. Um, most of these don't have many components to them. Um, so they're, they are nice portable games to, you know, take on, you know, small trips um, before when you go out to eat and have some dinner while you're waiting on your food, maybe pull one of these out because they don't typically run very long either um they're all 14.99 so 15 dollars each um there's candy chasers which is a bluffing game it runs two to four people um that one might be out of print uh when i looked on the website i didn't really see it so you might have to find that one like maybe on ebay or something if You like candy and bluffing at people. (laughs) Um, Rent a Hero is three to five players. It's a bluffing strategy game. You're trying to get a full set of different heroes and um, you pass heroes around and um, try to bluff people out of getting good cards. Um, High Risk is two to four. It's kind of like a push your luck dice game. Um... Ninja Academy is three to five. It's a dexterity game. There's a bunch of like kind of like mini games inside the game. And basically whoever comes out, you know, the most victorious out of all of them wins. Um, Nessos, it's a Greek mythology based um, game. Three to six players. It's a deduction bluffing game. So hidden roll kind of thing. Ninja Tyson is two players only. It's like a rock, paper, scissors racing game in a way. Um, welcome to the dungeon and welcome back to the dungeon. They both play the same. One's kind of just like a part two and um, introduces new characters and items that the first one doesn't have. They both are two to four and they're kind of like a push your luck chicken kind of game. Like, do you want to go in the dungeon and possibly die? Or do you want to go through the dungeon and possibly come out victorious and get those victory points? <laughs> like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Scott and Totten, uh, one and two. Uh, those are both 
two players only and they're tactical games you're trying to um defend your side um scott and totten 2 is not out yet but i believe you can pre-order it um tempura is another push your luck game is three to seven it's got little kitty cats and food and oh i love you're just that trying... game <laughs> yeah you're trying not to get indigestion <laughs> you want to eat your food but not you not get an upset tummy. I love playing that game. It is so gosh darn cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a new one that I haven't seen yet and I haven't bought is Time Bomb Evolution. It, they make it sound like it's a sequel to something, but I couldn't find the original one. It's four to six, but it is also a deduction slash bluffing game. So a quick I- rundown of a bunch of their mini games that in my opinion, they're all fun. Like they definitely have, um, even if if a lot of them have like the same like push your luck or um, deduction bluffing, each one's different enough where it doesn't feel like you're just playing the same games over and over again. Yeah, like, there's something new to each one. So, oh. all those are fifteen dollars. How exciting! So I did. I did just quickly Google time bomb game. And apparently, um, Aiello must have bought the right to it and called it Time Bomb Evolution. But if you look it up, there is a game called um, Time Bomb that was um, by Milton Bradley. Okay. So it's like it I says it's like a hot Time potato Bomb Evolution game. One when I looked at it, uh, I guess it's a Sherlock Holmes Moriarty themed game. Oh. So if you like Sherlock Holmes, maybe look into that one. Hmm. That's interesting. Kind of like apparently the time bomb is draws inspiration from hot potato without the musical accompaniment. Okay, now uh, the time bomb evolutions looks like it's like a card game, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're getting their inspiration from for that one because they make it sound like it's like I said, a sequel to something. Yeah, this is a card game, huh? Okay. Well, vaguely, speaking of card games, uh, Trash Pandas is uh, a really fun game that um, I picked up and I've kind of given as a gift a couple of times because it's uh, it's about uh, raccoons and you're a raccoon digging through the trash. And so it's a um, like a, a push your luck kind of game because you're rolling dice to kind of see uh, how much trash you can eat as a trash panda. It's, it's really cute and it's very easy to pick up and I think it runs about um twelve or thirteen dollars okay. or something like that. Um but the dice are pretty um pretty chunky and they have a good weight to them. Um and that one's by Game Right. Um Game Right is actually a it's a good like family game publisher, I think. They have yeah. like um they have like Slam Witch. Which I really like. It's like Slapjack, but it's all um, like sandwich themed. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. used to play that game as a kid like all the time. You're trying to uh, make a sandwich. And I think that one I think that one runs under $20 too. Um, and that's by Game Right. Um, and then Sushi Go, um, not the, the party pack. Because the oh. party pack I think is like $30. But like the base pack of sushi go i think is about 15 or 20 dollars um and that's also by game right and that's a um that's also a really good family game where you're playing um you're at like a sushi conveyor belt place and so you pass your hand around to make um sushi and you're making combos with the sushi you're eating so game right has some really good family games for pretty good prices yeah for sure um uh, another yellow game that's twenty dollars is pina or pina parada uh it's two to six players and i like to say it's like uno with extra steps but in a good way. <laughs> in a good way <laughs> so um that one's like you have pirates it's all about pirates and you're trying to match, you know, pirate, the same kind of pirate to pirate kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they're all like color coded and they have symbols that match with them. So it is a little bit like even um, 
like colorblind friendly because you can match symbols instead oh, or the pictures. That's nice. Um, but the part that makes it like with extra steps and or a little bit different than Uno is um, at any given time, there are three rules that are out and you can follow the rules. And there's like a, a good chunk of rules and like different combinations and uh, they'll change up the game like a certain type of pirate is a wild card or you can only play this type of pirate if you play this type of pirate or um, you have to ha lay all your cards out on the table after you get down below so many so many cards so ah. it's a lot of extra um, rules that can make it a little crazy yeah but it's super fun <laughs> And to win, you have to complete a pirate map. So it's very thematic and cute. Pina Parada. Pina Parada. <laughs> That's... He's like, Pina Paradas. <laughs> Getting caught in the snow for Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> um, well, how about we warm you up with a little bit of tea with some dinosaur tea party i know we've talked about dinosaur, dinosaur tea, party. tea party i forgot about that game <laughs> that, that game is like game. you know 1999 or something like that um it's by restoration games i think is who publishes it um sounds accurate with dinosaurs yeah and uh that company is really cool because they take um older games and kind of breathe a little bit of new life into them um I'm going to mm -hmm. briefly mm -hmm. mention Fireball Island, but that's like $100, so... <laughs> but they, they do that, and Fireball Island is a game from, like, I think the 70s or 80s that they revamped, made... Um, they cleaned it up, cleaned up the rules, um, made it with, you know, better material. And Dinosaur Tea Party is based off of a game that did not have dinosaurs, and they were like, well, let's add dinosaurs into this game. <laughs> Because dinosaurs are fantastic. Yeah, so they're, they're a really and cool company. The artwork is super fun and cute. It is. And it's that one is a um, great, you know, great with kids because kids really can get into, like, the whole acting like they're at a little tea party. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's a good, you know, deduction kind of game, learning, you know, what things mean and, you know, how they correlate. I mean, it's kind of like guess who, but with extra steps. Yeah, and it's more than two people, which is just you know fantastic. Because I know, like when I was a kid, and we would have like a two-player game. It's like, well, I want to play with like everybody, but then our options were like Monopoly. <laughs> we oh. wanted to play with everybody, or guess who, which was just like me and my brother. <laughs> Ooh, Monopoly. <laughs> but. Yeah, dinosaur tea party again. Part two. Yeah. Part probably right. 87. <laughs> um, we're going to mention it forever. Every episode. Every from here every on time. Out. Dinosaur tea party, man. DTP. <laughs> Just kidding. We're probably not going to do that. DTP. It's a thing now. <laughs> DTP. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, I'm probably gonna just lump a bunch of, um, like, publishers games together. So the next one I'm gonna talk about is Renegade Games. Woo! Because they have quite a few games that are under $20. Um, so they have a game called Lanterns, which I'm not gonna talk about, but I'm gonna talk about Lanterns Dice. This one, it's, so if you go on to Renegade Games, this game is over $20. I think it's, like, closer to $25. But you can find it for only $20 if you're wanting to go that route. Um, it's kind of like a roll-and-write game, but with the Lanterns themes. If you're familiar with Lanterns at all, um, the theme is still very much there. Um, you're trying to you know, get the most points by setting off, like, fireworks and being all fancy because it's for a fe fancy festival. <laughs> um, but um, instead of laying tiles, you're rolling dice and you're 
like scratching stuff off on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, I th- when I looked it up, I found prices anywhere between like sixteen and twenty dollars, um, depending on where you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Fox in the Forest, which is fifteen dollars. Oh, sorry, Lantern Zeiss is two to four players. <laughs> Uh, Fox in the Forest is only two players. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen dollars. Um, I know we've played this before, but it's been a while. But it's like a tricks kind of game with cards, yeah, where a... you're trying to get like sets and stuff. Yeah, it's a basically a two player euchre. Is kind of yeah. the way. I mean, it's a trick take game. So, um, and then I think I'm I'm assuming that the Fox in the Forest. I think it's duet or something like that. Yeah. Is, I think that one just came out. Yeah, that one just came out. I would assume it's probably roughly the same price range, but and it's yeah. also a two player game, but it's a co op two player game. Yeah. But I, yeah. I haven't I haven't played that one. No, so but I have the, no the artwork's really neat. Yeah. It's really pretty. It is really pretty. Um, even like I a lot of Renegades games are either like really pretty or like really cute yeah <laughs> yeah they are they they have some good artists so uh fox in the forest uh let's see a couple other ones kitty paul i talked about in episode 10 it's a dexterity game you can get it for 20 dollars. it's one to four players um that one's the one where you have to like pretty much you get a card with a certain combination of cats on it and you have to try to recreate it um cat tower is another one um it's also twenty dollars this one's two to six players and this one's got like little cards where you have to like fold them a little bit and you have to stack the cats and try to get the tower like as high as you can so that one's also super cute (laughs) cute cats you can never go wrong with cats unless you're not a cat person but they do actually have they have a dog version don't they yeah for Kitty Paul, they do have a dog version. Um, there's another game. It's called like um, Doggy Circus or something like that. I think that might be the Kitty Paul version or like the dog version of Kitty Paul. So whether you're a dog person or a cat person, there's a this is the same game, but you know, with cats or dogs. Yeah. So pick whichever pick whichever one you prefer. Just get that game. <laughs> But yeah, that that's that's some of Renegade games that are under twenty dollars. Well, I guess I'll swing into talking about Coup. I've kind of talked about it Woo! before, but uh, it's published by Indie Boards and Cards. Um, you can generally find it for about fifteen bucks. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say it's like a three to six player game. I think maybe you can play it with two, but it's uh-huh. a it's a bluffing, bluffing yeah. deduction deception game. Um, and it's small, and it's quick, and it's fast, and people tend to pick it up pretty quick. It's one of my favorite games to break out and play every once in a while. I know when it like some bluffing games you can do with two people, but when it's like a deduction bluffing game, typically it's at least three people, so you're not like instantly getting the other person out. Yeah, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, the box says it's two to six. <laughs> lies lies yeah no i think you can play it because of the way it's set up it's set up a little bit like love letter where you have the deck of cards that you shuffle all together you take one card off the deck because you can kind of count the cards and then each player gets two cards so yeah that one it might work then yeah but but I think generally deduction bluffing games are at least three people. Oh yeah, generally, generally, generally. yeah, you're not you're not wrong there. But yay, I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, coup is kind of one of those exceptions where it can play two people because it has a little bit of a love letter kind of feel to it, which yeah, segueing into love letters. Who publishes love letter? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Isn't it IDW, maybe? It's time for a quick or is it, Google Is search. it IDW or AEG? It is... Or is it none of the above? Z-Man. <laughs> C, none of the above. 
<laughs> Z-Man Games does Love Letter, which is, I think, another under $20 game. I think it's like $12 or something like that. We've talked about Love Letter before, right? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. No, it's by a- it's by AEG. Oh, the one I have is Z-Man. It's both. <laughs> I mean, multiple companies can publish it. Yeah. Like, I see that Lovecraft Letter is by Z-Man. Yeah. But huh. I think, like, the, like, the, the, um... Like the original love letter, like the princess one, is AEG. Yeah. Maybe Z Man bought it from them. I don't know. Yeah, because the the straight up uh, Wikipedia page says it is produced by Z Man Games, but uh, AEG mm-hmm. is listed underneath the publishers. Yeah. So maybe maybe AEG is like a sub under Z Man. I don't know. Like, maybe Z owns AEG, kind of like Simon owns a bunch of things, and like Asmodee owns a bunch of games. Um, even if they're not like, like yeah. they're like the parent publisher. I don't know. Because uh-huh. we have Love Letter and then like the Love Letter, like Premium Edition. Yeah. And that one definitely says AEG on it. Yeah. I think, I think it started with Z Man. And then maybe AEG bought it. Because I think AEG made, like, the big one. Yeah. The well, if you're looking for Love Letter, either look for Z-Man or AEG. AEG. <laughs> they both will probably have it. Basically, if you just look up Love Letter card game, you will find it on sale somewhere. And you can buy it. Which the the, the base Love Letter is a really great 2-4 to four player little game yes i love that game it is a very great great game um we have the hobbit version and batman version and adventure time version the adventure time isn't the one where all the little like cubes are different colors or they're like which one is yeah i think that one does have the different color cubes but like the cubes don't really mean anything as far as like they're mainly just to keep track of your points. Yeah, but that one is a little bit more fun because they're all different colors. Yeah, they're normally. Um, oh yeah, we also have the Archer one too. So there's a bunch. That's another one of those games where like it's popular enough that they get a bunch of different like reskins and mm-hmm. themes, and they do play a little different, but generally the the idea is the, the idea same is for the each same, one. Yeah. Love letter. Well, I'm done hopping around from publishers trying to remember who published what game. <laughs> yeah, basically, a lot of these games, as long as you put in like the name of it and then like board game in your Google search, you'll find you'll it. You'll be able to find it, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like obscure enough where it's like only the board game is going to come up. But obviously, if you type in love letter into Google without putting the board game after it or the card game like yeah. you're gonna get a bunch of stuff <laughs> you might get some weird stuff I don't know <laughs> but like something like Pina Parada like I don't know of many things that are called that so you'll probably just get the board game Yeah. anyway <laughs> let's go to the next publisher, next publisher which is I'm gonna go with Atlas Game sure because of Gloom Gloom. So Gloom, I think, is another one that if you try to buy it directly from the publisher website, I think it's like $25. But you can find it for $20 um, elsewhere. So that one's another one if you like morbid things or like depressing things, but have fun with it. (laughs) Get Gloom. Get Gloom. That's a good storytelling game. Yeah. And like the cards are cool because they're see-through. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you if you want a slightly different card game experience, get Gloom. Um, another one is called another game. Uh, sorry, Gloom <laughs> is two to four players. <laughs> another game is Escape from Raleigh. It's a Cthulhu game. Thirteen dollars and it's two to six players. And that one, basically, you get sucked into, you know, 
Cthulhu's home world thing and you're trying to get out. And that one, nobody wins. You just lose less. Like, legit. Like, if you escape, you don't win the game. You're just not <laughs> the loser. You, you didn't loser. lose the most. <laughs> Good job. You lost least. Yay. You go. Um, and another game... Uh, that's $15, and two to five players is called Murder of Crows. Ooh. That one, um, there's a bunch of game rules, but essentially you're just trying to spell out the word murder. Murder. And, like, once you have murder completely spelled out, like, there's little bits of a story at the bottom. So, like, once you spell it out, there will be a complete, like, mini little story. Mm-hmm. And then you win. <laughs> and then you're done. <laughs> but it's also called Murder of Crows because there's crows in it. So, you know, it's kind of like a play on words because you got crows, which a pack of them is a murder, but you're also trying to spell out murder, murder. Yeah. with crows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Got it. Did you get it? I got it. Okay. <laughs> there's there's just lots of games for under twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite. It's a game that we just got somewhat recently. Um, and it's about twenty dollars. Is um, Quirkle. And that one's Quirkle, yeah. It's a, I think, an older game that they they kind of brought back. It's published by Mindware, um, two to four players, but it's you can find it like pretty much anywhere. Um, but it's it's a tile based game, and if you've ever played like dominoes, it's kind of similar to that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but you're trying to match either the shapes or the colors um not a great game if you are colorblind (laughs) but um uh so the the colors there's the sets of colors and then there's the sets of uh shapes and you can make sets of either one and you're all playing off of each other so it's like scrabble without the words um that that one's been a big hit with like um my family and it's very easy to pick up, and everybody always enjoys it. And it can get a little bit cutthroat because um, you want to get the most points out of it. Um, and it comes in well, it comes in a box, but then there's a bag in the box that all the tiles fit into, and then that's what you play out of. And we actually just keep ours out of the box because it doesn't really fit back in the box, but everything fits really nicely in the bag that it comes in. It's a nice little light canvas bag. This is Quirkle on it. Yeah. But, oh, there's, <laughs> <laughs> like, I could go on forever about really good games that are under $20 or around um, $20. Oh. Another game, I I found it for like sixteen dollars. It might be a little bit more than that, but Code Names is a good oh yeah uh, family party game. Yeah, I know uh, the you like can play two to eight players, and you can play like on teams. Yeah, so. um, because I know the like generally the like um themed versions. I think cost a bit more. Like if you went the Disney or they have Simpsons yeah. or Harry I Potter, think... those cost a little bit more. I. Th- think they're about twenty five dollars mm-hmm. for the themed ones. Yeah, a little, but a little bit. It, more. It's one of those things again where if you buy directly from the publisher, which generally I would say if you can do it, or like from a local game store. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to go a little bit cheaper, but you really want the game, I'm sure you can find it for cheaper on like Amazon or eBay or yeah, some place. Because I I haven't oh. played like the the regular version because I know there's like the regular version and then there's the version I think with 
words or with pictures? I can't even remember what the base version uh, is. So the base, the base one has words. There's pictures. There's Disney. There's Simpsons, Harry Potter. Um, I think there's even like a, a code names like duet yeah or codename something where it's more of a co-op game instead of like a you versus like your opponent kind yeah. of thing or like one team versus another team um that one like you're secret agents and you're trying to figure out like your team's words mm-hmm. um i will but say. that one's by like check games edition so c-e-g like and check is like c-z-e-c-h mm-hmm. no fancy because yeah reasons because <laughs> they're they're check <laughs> um but uh i do prefer the disney version of that game but it's because um most of the people that i have played with know disney stuff so it's really easy for them to pick it up and play it because they know a lot of disney movies um mm-hmm. so i do like the the disney version i've never played the harry potter one but i feel i think that one i was like reading the rules for it and it plays slightly different i think i think it's more Mm -hmm. of like um good guys versus bad guys like death eaters versus harry potter basically yeah Um, oh there is also um a code names like blackout or something like that so if you're Wanting a party game, but you don't necessarily want it to be, like, super kitty. Like, the Blackout one is, like, the adult version of it. Oh. Which has, like, a little bit more of an adult-themed words on it oh. instead of, you know, the family-friendly version. So, you're more into, the, like, the adult version of things. They do have one. Getting a little naughty. Yeah. <laughs> um, Another game that is a good party game and seriously if you can make it through this game without ending all of your friendships hold on to those people the game is three to six players uh-huh it's called munchkin oh yeah munchkin <laughs> um i did find it for twenty dollars um i think it might typically run closer to 25 but you can find it for $20 if you really want to. Yeah. If you really want to play this game. I I don't hate this game. It's I just have a hard time finding people who want to play it because when it first came out or when you a lot of times when people are first getting into board games, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I've heard of Munchkin." And typically when you when you've heard of a game, or when you really when you when you're starting any new hobby mm-hmm. and you see something that you've heard before, you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this up. Mm-hmm. So Munchkin was one of those games for us, mm-hmm. and so we played the crap out of it. And now most of the people that I typically play with like refuse to play Munchkin. Yeah, but it's a pretty cutthroat game. Yeah, like, you're purposely trying to screw each other over. Yeah. So if you like that kind of stuff, yeah, this this game there. are so many different versions of it and so many different themes like you are bound to find a theme that you like and want to play like if you can't you must be a very odd crazy (laughs) under a rock kind of person yeah because they um and i think all the versions can kind of combine too a little bit for the most part because you have like a deck of doors and then a deck of treasure right yeah like the only thing that makes it like some people probably wouldn't combine them is because like each theme has its own like style on the back of the card. Mm-hmm. But if you don't really care about that, you could pretty much mix like any two yeah. three or four munchkins together. Like yeah. they all are compatible pretty much. Yeah. It's just the card packs are gonna be different. Yeah. And then I know there's like I think the um the Marvel one, I wanna say you get like a little like character sheet card mm-hmm. basically thing and um there's di- different versions yeah. can have different like little like add-ons for the version that you're mm-hmm. playing basically because i think the like, adventure time one does and you can flip the cards for like the um fiona and cake so you can gender bend yeah yeah yep 
for sure. Um, yeah, that one's got a character card, and the characters have, like, their own abilities, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, a male and female version for, like, but I, like, if you watch Adventure Time, like, the Ice King has his own, like, gender bend, like, episodes, mm-hmm. and so it, it's like that. Yeah. Um. But generally it's just a card game but Mm -hmm. some of them are like a deluxe edition and it comes with like a board Mm -hmm. to help you keep track of like where you're at as far as like winning yeah points and everything because otherwise you have to Uh, like keep track on like a piece of paper i actually have just a bunch of buttons in my munchkin box to keep track of levels Mm -hmm. um they also have like this is one of those things that like blew up so if you haven't heard of munchkin i'm i would be very surprised yeah um but it's one like they've even come out with like trackers like spin dial trackers Mm -hmm. that you can buy to help like keep track of your levels yeah um there's just so many add-ons that you can Mm -hmm. get i think the base munchkin probably i wouldn't be surprised if they have like 20 expansions at this point oh yeah like and like that's not including like the themed ones yeah like, the themed ones are usually like their own thing and even mm-hmm. some of the themed ones have expansions to them mm-hmm. to add on yeah so it's just a huge game it's just it depends on the kind of friends you have and the mm-hmm. kind of like games you want to play if you don't mind cutthroat like screwing each other over kind of games yeah totally try it out i think it's fun but yeah. you, you definitely have to play with the right kind of people like, if you have a friend that's kind of sensitive when they don't like getting picked on, yeah. do not play the no. with them. Yeah, because you, now. you can you can purposefully, like, screw people over. Like, you can – it's a very, like, take that kind of game because you're, you're wanting mm-hmm. to get to level 10. And there are cards that kind of let you help other players or you can ask for help from other players and be like, I'll mm-hmm. give you half the treasure – sort of thing like you can make deals um but then other people can be like oh that monster you're fighting i'm gonna make it way too strong for you so you go down like two levels or something like that like so it all depends on like how ready people are to like end the game or you know it's just a very take that game. <laughs> yeah. And even if you make like deals, that doesn't mean like that's a permanent thing for the rest of the game. No. Like you can make a deal with somebody in one round and mm-hmm. then the next round, like completely flip it and like screw them over. Yeah. Like they help you gain two levels, but you made them lose two levels. Yeah. Like, and then they get really mad at you mm-hmm. and try to get you back. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, you know, like Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think Munchkin is a is a good game. I haven't broken my Munchkin yeah. out in forever because yeah, people can yeah. get just really aggressive with that game. <laughs> but it's a good game. It is. Don't get us wrong. No, no, good, no. Yeah. Good game. It is. It is. And if you are newer to like board said, games, you gotta play with the right people. Yeah. If you're newer to board games, I would definitely say check it out if, like, your whole friend group is new to board games or if your whole family. I would say I could see it being a really good family game because everybody in the family kind of knows how each other plays. And, you know, it's like some families are very into, like, take that sort of game styles. Mm-hmm. And so this yeah, so is. If your family is very competitive. Yeah. This game this is, game is like really good for that because it the tide can turn super, super quick in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like this is a game like maybe we can touch on again later, like more in depth. But yeah. Because it's much. So yeah. So many games. Um. I'd put my phone down. I mean, I had talked about kind of Mesozoic. Not Mesozoic. I'm talking about a game. But like Z-Man games, they have a lot mm-hmm. of different like under $20 games. And one of them is Mesozoic, which is a like tile-based slide puzzle game that's in like a card format. And it's uh, like a dinosaur zoo kind of game. I think that one's like two to four players. Um. I really, because it's like, it's a slide puzzle card game, and I've never seen that before in a game. Yeah. So, and it's it's got dinosaurs. Yeah, and I really liked it. It's a pretty quick game, and it's a slide puzzle game, which is cute and different. 
Um, yeah. Like, I like puzzles, but I slide puzzles are hard for me. Yeah, they are for me, too. But it's, it's, hard. it's kind of forgiving because it's not really like a puzzle, but it's in that slide puzzle <laughs> format. And you're trying to make the best, like... Um, theme park attraction for your dinosaurs and guests basically and you're just trying to get like as many points as possible by putting certain stuff by each other basically okay so um and then published by z-man is illusion and i've never played it but i've heard really fantastic things about it um and it comes in a relatively small box too um that one i think is two to four players as well um, and then The Mind is also, I think, by Z-Man Games. Um, let me double check that. I don't that even know anymore. That doesn't sound right. Maybe it is. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like certain publishers. But typically, if a game sounds cool, I don't care who made it. Yeah. I just want to play no, it. No, not really. But for your sake, and if you a game sounds cool mm-hmm. and you want to look it up. Yeah. It might help you to look by the publisher. So many people published it. A lot of people published it. Not not Z-Man. Ignore me. <laughs> Everybody but Z-Man. <laughs> Pretty much. I think it's Pandasaurus is I think the one that we have from the mind, but that's a two to four player game and you're trying to read each other's mind. So like, that would be a fun one for like Christmas Day and every you know everybody's all riled up and you're just like all right we're going to take a moment and play a quiet game and that's the mind. Nobody talk for the next 10 <laughs> you just minutes. Stare at each other and try to like read each other's mind for the numbers of the cards and I think I've talked about the mind before. Um that's a good it's a good quiet game so and it's under $20 so if you're looking to like kind of wind down on Christmas Day, this is, I think, a really good game for that. But it is still, like, it's not, like, a really, like, wind-down game. Like, people still get, like, really involved in the game. But it's a quiet game. So if everybody's screaming and yelling, this will be a good game to maybe get them to, like, take Settle a breath. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. Drink your eggnog. Yeah. Just sit at the table. Be quiet. Yeah. I didn't drink eggnog until like fairly recently, like within the past couple of years. I had never had Yo, eggnog before. That that's a tradition. Really? In our house. Like growing up, my mom would home make uh eggnog really? like every year and we would drink eggnog in open presents. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. mean now I didn't start drinking until I could put I didn't drink eggnog until I could put alcohol in it, so yeah, like no, I we my mom definitely made like oh yeah no it's like regular eggnog yeah. and then once once I was old enough to drink she started spiking the eggnog because I was I'm the youngest in the yeah. family so like now everybody can drink adult eggnog so she usually makes two she makes one for the grandkids and one for the adults I I'm in the camp of spike the eggnog because it's just really <laughs> thick and the alcohol definitely helps I think. <laughs> Yeah. And if you don't like eggnog, you know, find a different Christmas drink. Some, but yeah. in the spirit of Christmas, or even so, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, you know, you're you still got some holidays coming yeah. up. Yeah, holidays. Spend stuff. time with family. There's there's multiple so gift really giving holidays. Yeah, multiple gift giving holidays coming up. There's a multitude that happen. At this, you know, roughly the same time of year. These are all fantastic, small, cheaper games that would be perfect for it. And drink so your. We're not trying eggnog. to. <laughs> we're not trying to like shoo anybody else away. Whatever holiday you're going to be celebrating in the next yeah. couple months, these games are all great for get-togethers. Yes, it doesn't have to be Christmas. No. We just. We happen to celebrate. Yeah, Christmas, we celebrate so Christmas, why. so yeah. But not saying that you know these aren't good gifts for any other holiday season or birthdays. If there's some birthdays coming, oh up, yeah, good birthday. <laughs> I have I have a lot of family's birthdays uh, around December, so. <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. Birthday presents. <laughs> Birthday presents. Perfect. Um, I, I was going to say something. Oh, if there's <laughs> any games that we mentioned previously or to mention, because um, I do have a couple of other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we're touching them like super quick, just because we have so many games that are. Yeah cheap games that you can get to if there's mm-hmm. any of them specifically that you want us to talk about that we haven't already mm-hmm. and you just want to hear more about it mm-hmm. let us know yeah we'll talk about it yeah. put it in an episode for you or if you really liked episode nine where we actually played through you know a game yeah if you want to play through a game like on the podcast let us know we'll play it yeah we'll find a way we'll, we'll figure something out but um, do you have something that you learned today, Ricky? Today I learned I'm really bad at guessing game prices. <laughs> were you were you looking it up like as you were dogging about it? No, like I ended up writing them all down like on my sheet of paper. But like a lot of games that I thought I'm like, yeah, that's totally under twenty dollars. It's not under twenty dollars. <laughs> Just really bad at figuring that out. Well, in that vein, I am really bad at figuring out what publishers are for what games, and I'm literally looking at the game box, and I'm like, who published this? Is it this person? No, it's somebody completely different. I think that's just going to about wrap us up for this episode. <laughs> Get it? Wrapping presents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you give us a follow on all of our social media, the Facebook and the Twitter. And we hope to see you there commenting on some stuff. So we're liking stuff. Liking stuff. Like, like, comment, and follow. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>